Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Happy after Christmas. <laughs> oh, what a whirlwind. Yeah. Anyone else? New Year's coming up. Can you believe it? It's crazy. I still am confused what year we are in. And there's this big blur of 2020 and 2021. It all meshes together for me. And I feel like it's just one big long year. In my head, it's almost like I can't differentiate the two years. So I'm really hoping that 2022 will be its own year. <laughs> That's my hope and prayer. Oh, the last two weeks, I have been re-binge watching one of my favorite shows of all time of all time, Downton Abbey. If you have never seen it yet, you need to put it on your list of to-do immediately because it is so good. I love the way it makes me feel. I love the way I feel connected to the characters. I love the history behind it. I particularly loved watching the scenes about the Spanish flu of 1918. The first time I watched it, this series was seven years ago when it first came out. And I don't even remember paying attention to the Spanish flu when it goes through the series because it's a historical fiction show, right? And so it it goes through the, the war. It goes through other things that happened during that time, like the invention of electricity and the invention of the telephone and the gramophone, which for all of you young people here on the show, that was the first stereo ever invented. You can Google it, gramophone. And of course, although I'd never noticed it the first time I watched it, now having been through 2020, I totally recognized the Spanish flu of 1918 and what it did to the family and people all over the world. And just interesting to see the differences in how it was handled then and how the pandemic of 2020 has been and is handled now. And I noticed it this time is all. So very, very good. I love the show so much. I think I might always watch it around Christmas time because especially in season two, the end of season two, particularly, it has Christmas at Downton. And if you don't know what the show is about or anything about it, it is set in the early 1900s and it's about a rich family in England, right? And they have all of their servants that live, well, they live upstairs, but they work downstairs. And so it's the upstairs people that are the wealthy people, the aristocrats, the all of that. And then there's the downstairs people, the servants, the ladies' maids, the cooks, the footmen, the butler, the person in charge of the entire house, all of it, right? And I just 
love the relationships that they have between each other, the scandals that happen. It's all just so good. So anyway, one of the things that I was going to talk to you on the podcast today is how in that time period and in that social sphere that the wealthy people in Downton Abbey, the owners of the house, the Lord and the, uh, the ladies of the house, and it might just be an English thing, but in the show, one of the biggest themes is how much they hide their feelings. They hide what they're thinking. They don't say how they feel. And the enti- throughout the entire series, from season one to two to three and all the seasons after that, they continually show these characters that love each other or that are battling something. And you sit on the edge of your couch and you're just screaming at them, say how you feel, tell him you love him. Don't let this happen. Don't let this miscommunication happen. And I'm sure it's very American of me to, to, to expect this from people, or maybe it's very 21st century of me. We don't know, but either way, I thought it was an amazing topic to talk about here on the podcast because one of the goals that I have for myself in 2022 is to feel more, allow myself to feel more. And I want to encourage you to do the same. If you are new to the podcast or you're new to my work, maybe you don't know what the word buffering is yet, but I'm going to teach you about it today because buffering is what we do when we want to avoid negative emotions. Now, I talked a little bit about 50-50 last week on the podcast. If you're on my email list, in fact, if you're not yet, please go do that right now. You go to emilygibsoncoaching.com and you can download my podcast roadmap so that you can know where to start in this amazing place here that we've created. And you can just sort of have a guide to what episodes are going to be the best for you if you don't want to go through all of the, the many episodes that pile up from week to week to week. You don't even have to go back and listen to the very beginning. You can start anywhere and you learn something every single week here. So don't feel like you're ever behind. You're never behind. But you can go to my website and you can download the, or you can request to have me send you the free podcast roadmap. I'll send it to you. And then you'll also get a weekly Take Tuesday email from me. And last week in the Take Tuesday email and last week here on the podcast, I talked about how life is 50-50, 50% positive and 50% negative. But we are in this world, this society that has taught us that everything should be 100% positive and we should always be positive. And if you're feeling negative, you just need to perk up. You need to think positive thoughts. And that is just never going to serve you. I lived this way for a very long time. And it doesn't even matter if you think positively, life is always going to be 50-50. Of course, you can still have an optimistic outlook on life. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about seeing the world as a glass half full or a glass half empty. We're not talking about any of that. What we're talking about is that 50% of the time, you're going to feel good. And 50% of the time, you're going to feel bad. And there's no way around it. It's just the human experience. And so with this human experience that we are living in, we have 
negative emotions. And they are so powerful and so amazing. And I want to help you feel more of them in 2020. The positive emotions are really easy to feel because it's excitement and joy and love and relief. Those are so easy to process because they feel so good and we welcome them and we love them and we want them around all of the time. But the negative emotions like fear, anxiety, betrayal, grief, sadness, failure, All of these emotions are negative and our brain doesn't like it. In fact, hundreds of thousands of years ago with our caveman brain, our lower brain, we have our prefrontal cortex, which is our evolved brain. That's what sets us apart from the animals. It's what we think about our thinking with. It's how we make decisions ahead of time. It's how we set goals and then achieve them. It's how we hook our future selves up by making decisions now and following through on them later which is a topic for another day for us here on the podcast soon because it's the new year and we've got to start talking about these things. But for right now, I want to talk about how that prefrontal cortex is going to make a decision ahead of time. And then your lower brain is going to try and talk you out of it because your lower brain is your primitive brain, your caveman brain, that all it wants to do on a DNA level is avoid discomfort, seek pleasure, and be able to just enjoy itself, right? We want to avoid discomfort at all costs. We want to conserve energy and we want to seek pleasure. Those three things are always, always, always what your brain is trained to do to survive because hundreds of thousands of years ago, you needed to have that be your core driving motivator so that you didn't die from the elements and you didn't get eaten by a lion outside of your cave. And your people-pleasing comes from this part of your brain as well because you needed to be liked by everyone in the tribe because we are a tribal species as humans. And you needed to be able to sit around the fire every night so that you didn't die. All right. So it makes so much sense that we do not enjoy negative emotions because hundreds of thousands of years ago, it meant we were going to die. And our human brain kept us alive by avoiding negative emotions. It kept us safe. Our feelings, of course, are just our internal navigation system to life. They tell us to go this way or don't go that way, or this could be dangerous, or this, this, this sounds like a bad idea. We should avoid that, right? And our positive emotions of this is exciting. We should do this. This sounds fun. Let's do it. Let's marry this person. We love them. They make us feel good. Let's leave this person. They are not good for us. Let's break up with this person. Let's do this network marketing business. Oh, we're not really sure this was such a good idea. This sounds crazy. We don't have the personality for this. Blah, 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 right? That's your lower brain trying to talk you out of decisions you made from your prefrontal cortex that was trying to hook up your future self in the present ahead of time, right? So buffering is what we do when we're trying to avoid feeling the negative emotions because our brain is just totally misinformed on what it thinks is going to kill us. It thinks that when we have negative emotion here in 2021 or whatever year you're listening to this in, it thinks that when you feel grief 
or pain or any sort of emotional discomfort that you are going to die. And so oftentimes what we do to avoid negative emotion is we buffer. Some of the most common buffers that I see with my clients are scrolling social media, cleaning their house, doing laundry, emptying the dishwasher, tidying up the linen closet, making the bed. Oftentimes people will grab a cookie or eat a bag of chips or get French fries, French fries and McDonald's ice cream. Is there anything better? Is there a better treat that exists? Unclear. (laughs) I always get that for myself like once or twice a year. And sometimes it's when I'm buffering, right? We all buffer. Even the best life coaches buffer because human beings buffer. We do something else to avoid negative emotions so we feel better right away. But here's the problem with buffering. When you are feeling sadness, when you are feeling fear, when you are feeling uncomfortable and you decide to buffer, to avoid feeling the negative emotion, to get out of it as quickly as possible. What happens is, is you don't process the negative emotion. And so it gets bigger and it builds and it builds and it builds. And I want you to imagine holding a beach ball underwater and you're holding it there and you're trying to hold it down and You can only hold it down for so long before all of a sudden it just explodes out of the water and it flies through the air. And this is what happens when we try to avoid our negative emotions. So I want you to think of something that's going on in your life right now that's bothering you, that you're trying to avoid. And it might be that you are trying to finish the year strong. You have a goal. Maybe you're going for a company contest. Maybe you're trying to rank up this month. Maybe it's a personal thing going on with your life. Maybe it's not even to do with your business. But whatever way it is, whatever it is for you, there's something in your life that you're experiencing negative emotion with and you're trying to avoid it. What is your buffer of choice? What do you do when you're trying to avoid feeling negative emotion? For example, when I was trying to avoid exercise for about 10 years of my life, I would buffer with work. I always felt like work was a completely okay thing to do instead of self-care because it gave me instant achievement. I, and then they gave me money for it. And then I got dopamine hit after dopamine hit after dopamine hit, and they would make graphics for me and shout me out on company stages. And it was just one dopamine hit after the next. It was like a drug addict going crazy, right? And there's nothing wrong with being rewarded, being recognized, and achievement. However, when we are buffering and we are overworking, or we are overeating, or overdrinking, and how do we know we're overdoing things? We have a negative result from it. We feel worse the next morning. We have shame. We have guilt. We wish we wouldn't have done it the next day or several hours later. Anytime you have a net negative result from something that you've done to avoid negative emotion, we know we've been buffering. 
right? So for example, I can give you an example of how I buffered just this last week, right? I did not want to wrap Christmas presents. I just didn't want to figure it out. I couldn't find the list where I had put all the different gifts listed out for each member of my family. I, you know, get it on Amazon and then it comes in boxes and I put them in the basement and then right around Christmas. And we, we use the box system to hide everything from the children, of course, right? We want to have surprises. And so I leave everything in the Amazon boxes and then I bring them out and I use the list to tell me what to do so I don't have to remember what I ordered back in October for which kids. See, I used my prefrontal cortex in October to decide who was getting what for Christmas. The problem was I lost the list. And so I I was buffering by recording extra episodes of my podcast, writing emails, sending messages. All these things are such good things for my business and so easy to justify doing. But what kept happening is I felt worse and worse. I felt more and more anxiety as Christmas got closer. And I felt more and more negative emotion over not getting the task done that I kept making a goal to get done. Finally, my assistant came over and I said, you know what? I'm just going to go get on the treadmill. And while I run, you just bring in the gifts and I will try to tell you which kid they go to. See how I was even picking exercise over figuring out what gifts were going to what kid because it was so much discomfort and drama in my mind that I was avoiding it altogether. So I go to get on the treadmill and my assistant comes running in and says, you're never going to believe this. The list was inside one of the boxes. And all of a sudden I realized, oh my gosh, I totally remember sticking it in the box and retaping it up so no one would find the list. But I had I'd wasted 2 weeks of time putting it off, putting it off, putting it off because I was anticipating all this negative emotion having to go through the boxes and figure out what present was going to go to which kid. I made it all up in my head. And because of it, I got way behind. Now, fortunately, my assistant was able to help me wrap everything while I did other things. And it was just a blip. She got it all done. We got it all done in time and it was fine. But I created so much unnecessary pain and suffering by buffering the task of just trying to find the list or making a new list. So what I want to challenge you with this week is to notice when you're avoiding the tasks that you don't want to do. Notice the drama you're creating. And instead of telling yourself that you shouldn't be feeling any of this, I want you to say, oh, makes total sense that I'm feeling anxious because I don't want to feel discomfort. Or yeah, all of these emotions this negative emotion, it's just coming from sentences in my head and have compassion for yourself about it. Say, yeah, we're just going to feel anxious today. And later on, 
we might figure out how to solve this problem, but right now we're just going to feel anxious and there's nothing wrong with it because we have to feel negative emotion for 50% of this day and 50% positive. We might as well get the negative emotion out of the way now. So that is my challenge to you this week and this year is to allow more negative emotion. Notice when you're buffering, meaning avoiding negative emotion and trying to hop into the positive. When you go to scroll social media because you want to avoid checking your email, checking your messages, sending cold messages, and you end up scrolling instead, ask yourself, why am I avoiding sending messages? I know I want to grow my business. I know I want to rank up. I have goals for myself. I know what to do. Why am I not doing it? The answer was always going to be because I don't want to feel negative emotion. And so this year, we are going to feel more of our feelings. We're not going to be like the English. We're not going to be like the English in Downton Abbey. We're going to feel our feelings. We're going to share them with ourselves. We might share them with other people. We don't know yet. doesn't matter. We're going to feel more of our feelings. We're going to express them. We're going to allow the negative emotions. We're going to process them. Meaning when we feel them, we're going to notice that they're there. We're not going to resist them and push them away. We're not going to tell ourselves that we shouldn't feel angry because our upline has upset us. We're not going to tell ourselves that we, our feelings shouldn't be hurt. We're not going to say we're just too sensitive. We shouldn't be so sensitive. And why are we so worked up over someone on our team that said something that upset us. We're just going to be upset. We're going to allow ourselves to be upset. We're going to separate the facts from the story and we're going to have compassion for ourselves in it. We're going to allow the anger. We're going to allow the fear. We're going to allow the insecurity and we're going to do it all anyway. We're going to send the messages while we are nervous. We're going to follow up with the people that we want to join our teams while being completely terrified that it might not work out. We're going to sacrifice the time even though it might not work out because we're going to allow the negative emotion. It's in the negative emotion that we learn how to genuinely move forward. It's in the thinking that something is going wrong, which is what you'll always feel when you're experiencing negative emotion that actually drives progress within us. We are going to fail bigger in 2022 more than we've ever failed before. If you would like more help from me on this, The doors to my coaching program, Beyond the Rank, my private coaching community, are open through tomorrow, Wednesday, December 29th at midnight mountain time. You won't be able to join after that. If you join my community, you will take your results to the next level. It will be in a way that you could have never imagined before. What you're learning here on the podcast is only 20% of what I can do with you when I'm coaching you in my private member Beyond the Rank community, my subscription community. Go with me there. Make 2020 the 
best year of your life. I can get you to the top of your company. We will get you to your next rank. It will happen so much faster and be so much easier because you have me here to show you the better way. It's not going to be as hard for you as it was for me because you have me. I'd love to help show you how to do all this in 2022. If you decide to join with my annual pass, you will instantly get one month free. You can do that through tomorrow. You'll get a little goodie box with me with all these gifts and presents in the mail to help you be even more successful. It also comes with a free event in 2022, July 29th here in Provo, Utah. The event is free all day long. We'll be eight hours together. You'll pay for your travel and your lodging and your food and things like that. But the all-day event is totally free. You'll have coaching from me. It's going to have live entertainment. We're going to have outside speakers brought in. You are going to love it, and you're totally missing out if you don't join. You can also come to that event by just being on subscription for six months, which you're going to want to start in January because you need to have been a member from January through June to get an invitation to that event. It's an invite only event. Again, you are not going to want to miss it. It's going to be the best event you attend in 2020. When you buy the annual pass, you will also get another free event that I'm going to be doing in 2023 that I'm charging admission for $199 for that event. But as an annual pass holder, you will get that event free. So two free events, an annual pass, one month free, an amazing goodie box with my custom journal that I've created for you to learn how to walk your mind through any problem and solve any problem. And you will have me to get you to the top of your company. We can do this together. I would love to help you have a happy new year and a safe new year. Here we go. 2022. I'll see you right back here next week in a brand new year. Bye guys. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.